Oh, name a better intro track. I would dare you. That's so good. I love it. Welcome to this week's edition of the Fresh Shakes Podcast of Russo and Police. If you don't know by now, you should know, but I am Paul Russo across from me. The guy that you definitely should know if you don't know. Man, myth, legend, um, new producer of a remix going on YouTube, Nick Felice. Nick, how you doing? I will say Zoe 101 has a better intro than us. No. That theme song was fire back in the day and it is coming back to our television soon. Just bringing that up now, if you did not know. But there is no guest today. Yeah, first first time in a couple weeks we've had uh, just us. Yep. And what are we talking about? Well, it's funny you should ask because, as usual, I have it right here on this screen. Uh, we'll obviously go through our football okay. recaps, a new game of pretenders and contenders, and some playoff baseball, and of course, our lock of the week, which um, I think for me, I'm 0 for 2 on my lock of the week. I can't remember. But uh, Are you going to go with the Seahawks plus 1? Well, they're not plus 1 anymore. Really? They're 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 minus one. <laughs> yeah, you told me before the show. I just went, it was, I think, yeah. plus two and a half at some point last. Yeah, night. they opened at plus two and a half. That I mean, the game we were talking about is when they're going to Cleveland Browns. Who That's got, right. They're in Cleveland this weekend. Yeah, it is in Cleveland. That's they're going to Cleveland this weekend. <laughs> and you're not going to the game. No. Will you be there during the game? Yes. Well, how, how long are you going? Like Saturday afternoon through Monday. I'll be coming back Monday, but for the show. Well, we we, we go on a Tuesday here. At least yes. last time I checked. I'm this just is making Tuesday. sure you'll be back for the show. One of these one of these days, we're gonna get my own show. It's just me. Wow. You know, you take a vacation. You know, it's just me. We can't get a replacement. You'll be able to produce on your own. Who was my replacement when I was gone? Pat, officially? Uh, technically, it was Jim Spina. Was, really? Was, a, was who I classified as your replacement that day, even really? though Pat was in your chair. But he was the replacement. Yes. Pat was yes. Okay, Pat, I just... Pat was lined up for a guest spot anyway that day, uh, per, per, per our people getting with his people. Yes. So. Haven't booked him in a while, but let's talk college football. Yes, college football. Yes. First. So... Um, a lot of uh, a lot of the better teams were idle this week, this past week. Um, so good games were few and far between. Um, you had good. Uh, you did have some good games. Um, that Iowa Michigan game was ugly. <laughs> Definitely a battle, low scoring battle. Um, God bless you if you took the under because I thought that thing was going to get hammered over, and it didn't. Um, but that was an ugly game. That it just it was not aesthetically pleasing to watch. I saw you you bet on the Penn game last week. Penn, yeah, I bet the that over on, on that game. Scott Van Pelt's late night show, yeah. Bad Beats. It was a bad beat. <laughs> it was on there last night, but it was in your favor. Well, yeah, because it got it got to the push for me, which you which had the was over fine. in the game, right? I did. Yes, yes, that was very impressive. Um, really impressive was. Michigan, the way Michigan played. What? They, what do you think of Iowa? They hold it Iowa to only three points, which is pretty pathetic, in my opinion. The game was pathetic. Yeah, it was. 
Is Michigan back in the running? No. For a BCS Bowl? No. I think they are. BCS Bowl? I didn't think it. I didn't think it going into the season, but Penn State is definitely better than them. They gonna play? Yeah, I think so. I think they could beat Ohio State. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they can't beat Ohio State, but I am disappointed in Auburn. If you did not know this, Paul, I had a four-way parlay this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was plus forty-six Notre Dame. Got it. It was money line Broncos. Got it. And money line Packers. Got it. And the last one was a minus three Auburn. And I did not get it. And I would have won $500. And I lost. Because of Auburn. So screw Auburn. Uh, Florida, I still think... Not too sold on Florida yet. I still think it's Georgia. LSU. And Alabama's conference. A conference that I could care less about. But... I, I need to see some upsets because I need to see my Notre Dame back in the Final Four to get crushed by Clemson. But uh, I don't know. Paul, you seeing any upsets this week uh, in this, college football? Yeah, this upcoming week's going to be, I think, a bit tricky week. to exactly pinpoint. Is this week seven? Week seven. Um, I mean, Bama's going to have an interesting test on the road at a and M. I'm not... I think this is probably one of the one of the worst Alabama teams in the Saban regime the past few years. Um, which yeah, may, the number one team? Uh, yeah, I mean, it might sound stupid, kind of saying it this way, but you know, they don't they haven't done anything to really jump out on paper at me. No. Um, so this will be their first, I'll call true test. Um, I think they'll win. Um, not to jump ahead because it's definitely not my lock of the week. I think I saw AM. I think that game opened at like 27.5 on the spread. I like AM plus that range. I mean, I think they'll definitely cover that. But not your lock of the week. No. I think it'll be closer than 27 as well. Um, especially especially in College Station. Um, that environment gets pretty rough. Um, let's see what else. Um. Well, we have the Red River rivalry this week. That's where game day is going. Um, Oklahoma 6, Texas 11. Um, hard to outright call that an upset. I, you know, Kind of the same thing with Florida, although the reason why I said Florida was an upset over Alabama is because Florida is without Felipe Franks. Um, Do you like Texas in that game? It's tough. I saw the line. The line's at ten and a half on that game. It's a rough game. I think it's a rough game to pick. I think it's one of those I'd stay away from, if you know what I mean. Um, what do you think of Jalen Hurts? Heisman, the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm all in. Other. Um, let's see. Other upsets. Um, Houston upsetting Cincinnati might be a possibility. Cincinnati got is 25th this week. Houston's unranked. That game's in Houston. Speaking of Iowa, Iowa is uh, – oh, no, I'm actually mistaken on game day. Game day is going to Baton Rouge for LSU, Florida. Really? I forgot. So, 
I'll touch on that after I get to this game. Penn State on the road at Iowa. Um, what is Penn State? 10. 10. This is 10 versus 17. Uh, I don't... Again, I... I wouldn't say, I would I say it's a lock. It's going to be a tough game. I think Penn State would win that. When does the college football first ranking, the playoff? I think we're still almost three weeks away. Three weeks away, I think. That's when you really know. Yeah. Um, two or three. I can't remember exactly. Where's LSU for? Where is it? It's in Baton Rouge at LSU. Seven versus five. Um, I really love LSU, I think. Notre Dame gets a tra- traditional rival back this yep. week in uh, in South Bend. So that's going to be an exciting game for you guys. I think atmosphere-wise, I don't think that's going to be an exciting game on the field, really. What is the line? I don't know the line. No, I, think I haven't checked that yet. Yeah, other than that, week seven, not a ton of matchups. Uh, again, you're, there's a lot of idle teams again this week. Um. Syracuse plays Thursday night. Kind of sucks, but... They're playing who? They're at NC State. Syracuse plus four and a half. Um, Notre Dame minus 11, home against USC. Ooh. That's the game where I might buy down to be safe a little bit, but that's a pretty good line. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the slate of NCAA coming up for this week. Um... um Welcome back, though, who again. Are, okay, we're six weeks in. Yep. Who are your top four teams right now? Who do you think is the playoff? Clemson, Bama, Ohio State, Georgia. I agree. Is probably what I'd go with. Maybe not in that order. Is that your No, order? probably not. No. Uh, well, no, yeah, probably not. I think those are the four teams yeah. right now. But, you know, in the end of the day, Alabama is going to have to play Georgia. Yeah. In the championship game, the SEC championship mm-hmm. game, still a big game for Notre Dame. Always big. USC, not what it used to be, but I mean Notre Dame's in a pretty good spot right now because they're ninth, but got a very winnable schedule. I mean, the, you got teams playing each other coming up ahead of them. Obviously, this week you have five versus seven. So what is Notre Dame? Nine. Nine. But well, you maybe have, the college football player looks at them differently. Yeah, but you have a five v seven matchup this week, so that plays out well in yeah. Notre Dame's favor. For instance, move up. Just gotta yep. keep moving up. Can't keep. Can't lose. We got ourselves a chance. We need Georgia though. We need Georgia to win the SEC. That would look really good. So who knows? You just you said this is one of the weaker Alabama teams. So maybe this is the year. But onto the big guys. You want to move on. <laughs> <We'll move on. laughs> yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> All right, the NFL this week. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Again, I felt like this was kind of a dull week in the NFL. Um, at least aesthetically, yeah. uh, it was not a not a lot of fun stuff to watch. Uh, locally, uh, it was a big Bills win. It was also Regardless, a but, big week for you. But well, hold on, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> it's a week Bill, you're gonna remember. The Bills, the Bills won, and it was a big win for them. But that game was terrible. I never have seen a football game where both teams get to the opponents forty-five and forty so easily, and then have to punt like every drive. Yeah. Just ridiculous. 
it was just it was a bad game to watch uh, to me. Um, Jets had a bye this past week, uh, so bless your hearts. <laughs> um, they did not. Lose. Oh no, they didn't. I forgot their bye is in like next week or something. <laughs> oh, Jets already happened. Oh, they did. Yeah, I thought it was past, I forgot that they played the well. Yeah. The Eagles steamrolled them. Bell was on the bye. For Giants uh, Giants looked decent, I thought, in the first half. I don't know what really happened the second half there. Mm. but Got a lot of injuries this week, and yeah. we play on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it's at New England, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be good. But I like to see what Danny Dimes can do. Maybe they struggle in the first half, Paul. Maybe it's like 21 nothing at halftime. And... Uh, some quarterback comes into the game. Stop. And pulls off. No, I'm not going to give away my picks yet, but Drug test you Eli Manning is active. So that's all I got to say on that. He's been active. <laughs> and he's active this Thursday. And they're playing the Patriots, so you never know. You never know. And uh, so I see that we've already touched on the Bills. And I see what the second thing is, Paul. We're a third of the way there. Gruden's gone. Yes. Next is Bruce Allen. Then, but I'm not going to lie. Bill Shanahan is our freaking – or Bill Callahan is our – he might as well be a Shanahan to me. But Bill Callahan as the interim head coach is, like, just the worst. <laughs> is he just another Jay Gruden? He's – it didn't uh, – what, what would you – I don't, I don't know your – Work history. I don't think you've ever been fired, have you? No. What would you think if you went into a 5 a.m. meeting just to get fired? Oh, I'm screwed. I would know going into it that I'm screwed. Yeah? You 5 a.m.? Like, I wouldn't even show up at that point. No, I like, wouldn't either. Like, here, just take it. <laughs> Come in at 10, throw yeah. your key. And then I'd be like, I'll be in at noon to get my stuff. I'll see you then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you get told, and apparently he got the call to him at, like, Nine o'clock the night before, after right. the game, tell him, "Hey, meeting at five a.m." Like, like, what are you gonna do? You literally have like. Did you hear how long it was? The meeting? Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't hear. I wonder if it was like ten minutes. I would hope it's like three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gone. But we're a third of the way there. Next is firing Bruce Allen and that's Dan selling the team. So. Why did it take stuff. so long? Why wasn't the week before? Because this regime is terrible. They're not. They're complicit for what what they have. They can. What sums up is Bruce Allen's press conference, where he effectively blamed the fans. Like we, I every year I go in to the football season, and and I'll be honest, every other sports team I like professionally and collegiately. So like Syracuse, for instance, like this year I bought season tickets. I bought merch like. Bought, so like Yankees, I've gotten a couple new shirts. I've gotten shirts for them. I've, I've gotten a hat from them. The Heat, I've bought shirts, or especially over the past year because of Dwayne Wade, but the past few years I've bought shirts from them. Lightning, gotten stuff from them. <clears throat> NASCAR, I bought all the stuff from my favorite drivers. The only team, <clears throat> excuse me, that I haven't bought anything from directly in a decade now is the Redskins. Because it's the same thing over and over and over, and they yeah. just don't get it. You're not wasting your money on them. No. In every preseason, they go, okay, 
I want to get like a new. I've had the same hat. This this will date how far back like I've gone. The hat I have is a Reebok hat from when Reebok was the official hat supplier of the NFL. So long time ago. Yeah. Like it's a solid hat. Like I'll wear it still. I've like, seen that. It, it 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 needs it needs. The hat's need been new, on the show. We need a new one though. Admittedly, haven't worn the hat in a while. No, not since the season started. <laughs> Gee whiz! I wonder if that's a coincidence. <laughs> but like, I'm, it, why would we as a fan base want to put money into the team if you're not giving us anything? And again, it's like it's what I've alluded to, like you, you and Matt and Pat and conversations we've had about like other teams. Is like I feel bad for the players. Like they're not. Unfortunately, we make them meat shields, and the ownership does too. And like I feel bad for them. Like if I could support them directly, I would. But like I just can't. Like with this team, like I really can't. Well, it's thankful you have other teams that are actually good. Well, yeah, but like I, I laugh because like I'll get people who ask me like, "Hey, what do you think about the Redskins?" I'm like, "Stay away from them. Like d- just don't do it. If you're thinking about taking them, don't." Like I've already had a couple people ask me like, "Hey, what, what do you think about them this week against the Dolphins?" Like just stay away from that game. Don't go near it, because no matter what, how good you think the Redskins are, they aren't. And this year proved it. I said from the start, this team has only two ways it's going to go. Because on paper, they were a decent team roster-wise before health and other stuff happened. But you look at it, they were going to be really good or really bad, and we know the path that they're on. So, Do uh, they win this week? Find, don't, out, don't find, me, find out in our picks. But give me an outlook of the game. Is it going to be an ugly game, or is it going to be high scoring? I think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be – I mean, you might get some high scoring, but it's only because of how bad the defenses are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it has a possibility. It has it's a, just – it's so ironic yeah. that that is your brother's The tank team. bowl. It's the tank bowl. What um, is that like? Is the Russo House – they talk about playoff football in the Russo House? No, not much. I mean – for my mom and my dad this year, yeah. I mean, the Raiders look decent. I mean, you don't know really what you're getting week to week with them, but they're giving you some hope because there's clearly something there. Uh, and then my mom with the Bears, I mean, definitely I think this year they got playoff aspirations. I think Pat so. is just looking forward to his North Carolina basketball. Yeah. I think he's onto that now. Uh, 49ers dismantled the freaking Browns yesterday. That was a freaking – that was an ass kicking. Although, although the 49ers only scored three points in the second half. Yeah. So, um, again, I think that kind of proves a theory that I've had for a while. You can't really blame the defense a lot in those situations because they literally cannot get off the field in the first half. They come out at halftime and they only give up three points. So, I think that was a lot. I look at that game. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. I thought the Niners could win because they're mm-hmm. at home on Monday night. I didn't think it would be a blowout, and it could have been even worse because some of the turnovers that Mayfield made, they didn't even score off those. They scored off those other possessions that they did. It could have been a lot worse. But uh, I think there's a lot of problems with the Browns. I know ESPN, everyone was hyped about the Browns. I wasn't. I wasn't a believer. I'm not a believer in Baker. I, I, might, I know you're not, Paul. But I might be on the Oldell overrated trend. Well, you, you have a bit of bias on your side on that Yes, one. I know. But I don't know, Paul. I mean, you have him on your fantasy team. I'm not saying fantasy numbers is what 
you can look at with a player. To be fair, and I know what you're going with fantasy wise here, but like him and like Julio are putting up similar numbers fantasy wise right now. <laughs> yeah, Julio's actually done really well, but well, not the past two weeks. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, other than that 89 yard touchdown, what can you really say? I'm talking about the first Monday night mm-hmm. against the Jets. What can you really say that Odell has done positive this year? Well, he's got a chooch of an arm. <laughs> yes. I think it was probably the best throw last night for a Browns thrower. You know, Garrett Gilbert would like a word. Yeah. Um, or Gilbert Garrett, whatever his name is. <laughs> what do you think of Baker? What do I think of Baker? Maybe. He, he needs to relax. He's too... So it's. I think it's twofold. I think some of it is... It's like half and half. It's Part of it's on him. I think he just needs to relax a little bit. Um, if you notice in the pocket, and mind you, the line isn't great in pass protection, but he he gets it and is automatically jumpy. He just needs to relax a little bit. The other half is on Freddie Kitchens. You have Nick Chubb. You should be running. And they did it against the Ravens. Like, run the ball. You're really good running. You have Nick Chubb. Run the ball. Like, it's pretty simple. You run the ball, you have a two-headed monster because Chubb's good. And we, we know what Baker can do. You give him, like, what you did in Baltimore, and look what he did in Baltimore last week. Killed it. Really great game. So I think um, I think it's a combo of Baker and Freddie Kitchens. Baker's, Baker's side will happen um, longer only because game plan-wise, you can just outright make your game plan to be run more. Baker will take probably another year or so for him to just get to that point of being comfortable enough in an NFL pocket. You know what I mean? And that comes with time. You look at any young quarterback, especially the ones now where it is, where you do have a scramble mentality a little bit. That's based on, you know, the offenses if you ran in college and high school. I mean, that's just what you're wired to do. Yep. So for him, it will come with time. But I, don't, it, it, I, think, I think a lot of people are questioning, like, time to hit the panic button? No. I, I – I think this year, for the most part, realistically, and I said this in the beginning, I, I made the prediction because I think it's possible. Still, It's still possible. I think the expectation this year was um, you do have a shot at the wild card, admittedly, and you look at that division this year, it's and it, it certainly allows for it. I think if you look at the, the AFC this year, I think it allows for it still because – I think outside of really the four top teams, the Oakland Raiders are bad. in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. And the Oakland Raiders are grab bag each week. You don't know what you're getting, so I don't think they hit the panic button. But they have the Seahawks this week. Mm-hmm. No, their and schedule at New England next week. Their schedule is rough coming down. You lose both those games, you're all of a sudden two and five. Yeah. And they're going to have to really work hard in the second half of well, the season. Yeah, well, I think if you get to 2-5, and five, it's not so much an indictment of where the team's at. I think these are games that they should lose. But how they play the game will be the better indictment. And we saw them pull off an opposite against the Ravens. Why can't mm-hmm. they do it? Exactly. exactly. New England's got it. They can't win every game. Seattle's a similar team to Baltimore, at least style-wise. Yep. And New England is... I want to try and put this the right way without just outright putting whatever. New England is a – they've effectively become a dunk-and-dive offense. So, But will they win? We will find out later. Yeah, we'll find out in our picks. Um, Kirk Cousins looked decent. 
Uh, I think, you know. Thielen got the ball. Yeah. Um, kind of what happens when you have a balanced attack with Dalvin Cook and is, Madison. Is Diggs happy now? Yeah, I think so. I, I they tar- He targeted Diggs a lot, I thought. Um, I think he's happy. I mean, I, I think part of it is just the same reason I think Thielen was a bit upset is um, – they just weren't. They, I think him and Thielen, because I saw somebody say something about to the effect of like, oh, they probably hate each other. I don't think they hate each other. I think they're both in agreement of what they are and how they, it can benefit both of them because you have a two-headed monster. Re- really, you should have a two-headed monster in Minnesota wide receiver-wise, and, you know, you don't, at least so far this year. So, yep. But Kirk looked good, I thought. Yeah, he did. But, again, I think part of it has to do with having the balanced attack on offense. They got a good offense. Yeah, just they just didn't get going against Chicago that week. But uh, my one of my biggest takeaways from this game, from this week, mm-hmm. the way Aaron Jones ran the ball. Yeah, he did good. I think there was a lot. There was a lot of critics going into that game that they should be running the ball down near the goal line, and they certainly did. Mm-hmm. And it worked. But another big key takeaway I took from this week, another 4 o'clock game. The Denver Broncos got their first win of the season. They beat went into L.A. and beat the Chargers. They could have won two other games. Not saying, because I'm pretty sure there's only been one team to ever make the playoffs as an 0-14. This Broncos team is good. You're a big Joe Flacco fan. I know you are. Shut the, <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> You love Joe Flacco. No, I don't. You love Philip. I Lindsay. hate that you're being sarcastic with that because I actually hate him. <laughs> I don't. Not saying they're making the playoffs, but do not sleep on the Denver Broncos, especially in the AFC. Especially the way Kansas City lost. That's isn't, a big surprise. Isn't Denver like one in four? <laughs> yes. Could have won a couple games. Stop. Maybe three and two. God. I'd love to be on whatever you're on. <laughs> and the Colts, big surprise, went into Kansas City Sunday night football and won that game. What about? So the 1 o'clock games were kind of dull, but later in Sunday was nuts. <laughs> and thank God the Cowboys lost. But Kansas City, what happened, Paul? What happened to the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend? Yeah, I, uh, I ended up kind of tuning out of that game because of playoff baseball. And, um, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, you all know what? I'm going to save that take for my pretenders and contenders. Okay, second. but very easily. Did you see the one touchdown they did score? Yes. Unbelievable play by Pat Mahomes. Yeah. If he doesn't make that play, very easily could have been two weeks in a row that Pat Mahomes did not throw a passing touchdown. I hate to be this guy, too, about it because I love watching him play, but some of these plays are going to result in him getting destroyed, like, health-wise. Good. Because he's going to do one of those, like, on back, like, whatever throws like that, and there's just going to be a freaking guy who's just going to be too close to him still to be able to hit him, and I just wouldn't want to be a part of it. (laughs) Very good. So you picks. mentioned something earlier? Picks. Or are we doing pretend contenders? No, no, no. We're going to do picks first and then pred- I'm, Okay. Because I'm going to save that take. Because it has to do with the Colts. I'm going to save it for next segment. Okay. You know. I'm ready for the picks. Okay. What is Thursday night, Paul? I don't know, Nick. You tell me. I think it's the Giants at 
New England. That'd be correct. So I'm going with New England in this game. I'm going with New England. Oh, as before well. we oh, get, okay. We both picked New England, but Pro- provide the update. Yes, the scores. I because I tell you what, it was a thunderous week in the picks. Guest picker Mike Bruno last week went 12 for three, and I have to give him a shout out, an early shout out mm-hmm. on for picking the Colts over the Chiefs. Yeah, he How did. did. He, do that? he called it 12 for three. Paul was second in the week at 10 and five. Yep. Rough 30, week. 30, rough, 30, rough week for you. 33 and 29 in the season, and I went 8 and 7. Mm-hmm. I think I was on something last week. And I'm also 33 and 29 on the season now. So this is a big week. We're tied. So we went both go New England. Both go New England. First of the one. Uh, oh, Sunday, 9.30 a.m. in England. Oh, yeah. Forgot about this. We got Center Lime Saturday night. Panthers at Buccaneers, technically. I was convinced that Kyle Lamb's coming off the tracks at some point here, but he didn't again. Um, I was high in the Bucks last week. Yeah. But I like the way Christian McCaffrey's been playing the game. God. Taking the Panthers. Mm, I, I'll go Panthers, too. It hurts, though, taking them, because I feel like... <laughs> you know he's going to come down. Yeah. Because <laughs> Daniel Jones and Gardner both lost this yeah. week, last um, week. The Tank Bowl... First of the one o'clock games on Sunday, the Redskins at Dolphins. Oh man, I like the Redskins. They just fired the coach. See, that's why I don't like them because I just don't trust Bill Callahan. I think they're winning. They're not going to win a lot of games, but I think they're winning this week. This seems like a game Miami's going to win. I really be Redskins. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've liked the way Josh Rosen's actually looked the past couple weeks since Where is he's it? got the starting role. Miami doesn't matter. I'm taking Miami. Okay. We'll see. Saints at Jaguars. I then we'll go with the Saints. Saints have looked good, mm-hmm. but I think Gardner's coming back to yeah, life at home. Yeah, but Teddy Two Gloves is yeah. starting to get that stride. I got the Jaguars with an upset here. Okay. Seahawks at the Browns. Seahawks are favored now. Yeah. I there's something about these games though, and I, we've we've talked about before where I just hate the West Coast teams coming east. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they have the early games. True. Take it to Seahawks, though. I'm going to go Seahawks, too, but that game will probably actually be, I think, a little bit closer than we're talking about. Could be. I think maybe not so much one possession, but maybe like a 10-pointer. Could be a hangover game with the Seahawks yeah. after the Rams win. Yeah. The Bungles at Baltimore, I think uh, everybody at the same time. Ravens. <laughs> oh, I, I those are, So, Bengals at Ravens will yeah. say at the same time. Ravens. <laughs> Eagles at the Vikings. This Eagles team I still don't trust. There's something about it. Carson Wentz. Now, you would have thought looking at that score this past week, 31-6, to that Wentz would have had a better game, and he didn't. He only threw for, what, 196 or something like that? No were, touchdowns, no what picks. What was the two defensive touchdowns. Yeah. And they were way ahead. Um, Didn't throw a lot. I predicted at the beginning of the year that that offense I wasn't fully trusting of. Um, same time, this Vikings offense has been pretty Jekyll and Hyde so far. I don't know. This is what are you going? This with? is a tough game. There's you only go one first. Pick. You go first this time. Go Minnesota here. Oh, okay. I've, I'm going with... Minnesota too. <laughs> I like them at home. You mentioned Kirk's been playing well. Yep. I like the Eagles to stumble this week. The last of the one o'clock games. Um, 
this might it's definitely the best I think of the one o'clock games. You might be able to make a case that it might be the second best game of the week, but you're regardless. Texans at the Chiefs. That is a good game. Yeah, and I like the Chiefs to bounce back home. I like the Chiefs to bounce. Back. Uh, part of me wants to pull the trigger on the Texans. Admittedly, I'm a really big Deshaun guy. They looked good last week. They looked really good. Will Fuller looked really good in my PPR league. That being did you said. Win? I did. I scored. I dropped. I'm four and one in the PPR. Not get too off track. I dropped 204 points in the PPR league this week. Shout out Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had a quietly great fantasy weekend as well. He did. And it's only because he's overshadowed by uh, Aaron Jones and Will Fuller. Yeah. Because Chris McCaffrey. Josh Jacobs got uh, 32 points fantasy wise. So he did do well. Yeah. I'm going the Chiefs, though. No. Mm-hmm. All that. <laughs> he just goes to the Chiefs. Yeah. Falcons at the Cardinals. How many first... 4 o'clock games do we have today? One, two, three, four again. I didn't... Before we get to the fours, yes. I did not like that there was two last week. And one was at four. Yeah. And basically the Cowboys had their own four time at four twenty-five. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, what's the game? Falcons at Cardinals. I'm, Falcons are such a terrible. I'm going, so I'm going to give you the reason why. I'm going Cardinals because the Falcons rank 30th in pass pass defense. Really? Yep. Kyler Murray the past couple weeks has come on really strong. Yes. Past two games he has thrown no interceptions. I just can't pick a land on the road. No. I'm going Cardinals. Wow. Well, I have agreeance this week again. I. Can't pick. I, um, I'm not a this big for whatever guy. reason Fox has been is is touting this now at the game of the week, and we'll we'll get into why I'm disagreeing with that in our pretenders and contenders segment. 49ers at Rams. Okay, I'm going Rams. Going Rams too. Yeah. I think okay. the undefeated season comes to an end. Okay, for your Niner fans. Titans at Broncos. Who are you going? It pains me to do this. I'm gonna go with Denver. <sighs> Thought that might be the why right there. Oh. Trying to set you up for the why. It hurts me to do that, but I'm going Broncos. It's like Tennessee. You you want to believe in them? Yeah. I don't know if they're on our pretenders contenders. And then like and then like the, with the Bills, they just laid an egg pretty much. They just keep laying eggs. It's like they get mad when you, you sleep on them. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason to sleep on them. Yeah. I'm going Denver in this game. Denver's good, man. Cowboys at the Jets. Um, not sure if it makes a difference exactly, but Sam Darnold is expected back this week. He got cleared by doctors. So you pick him. It's in now. It's in MetLife. That Jets defense is good, but this might be your why. I'm taking the Jets. It's not Paul. It was about to be. Oh. I'm on the Darnold train. All right. I can't pick the Cowboys. I like them at home. I think they've been waiting. They've had to deal with this stupid Luke Falk guy for weeks. I don't understand how he got so many starts. Well, he, he was like their only guy. <laughs> <laughs> they are ready. They are excited. Yeah. Their quarterback for the future is back after his mono treatment. Mono. I got the Jets with the upset. All right. Let's go. Sunday night football this week. Steelers at Chargers. Steelers now down to their third string. No. Yeah, third. Well, he was initially actually the fourth string quarterback. 
whoever this Hodges guy is. Um, I know you're not big on him, Nick, and justifiably so, I understand. Uh, but I think this week they get the win. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I am not big on him, but I am big this week because yeah. Mason Rudolph, mm. who was the last hope, is gone. Yeah. I'm going with the Chargers this yeah. week. Monday Night Football, Lions at Packers. Nick, I'm going to let you go first, and then I'll make my pick. Nope, you got to go first. You want me to go first? Because I haven't done my why yet. You have I don't know if it's going to happen this week, then, because I'm taking Detroit. Why, Paul? <laughs> I don't buy this Packers. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. I just spoiled next segment. <laughs> Partially. <laughs> I know why, Paul. I don't even have to. I don't know why I said why, just to say it. <laughs> You don't like the Packers. Duh. You think Devontae Adams sucks. He does. <laughs> You're uh, not a Rodgers guy. Have you realized how bad uh, Jared – no, wait. Yeah, Jared has Devontae Adams. How bad he wants to get rid of him. Yeah, I've heard. You offered me Le'Veon Bell for him straight up today. I didn't do it because I don't have a backup running back and concerns me. I would do it mm-hmm. if I had a running back. Perhaps we could make a deal then, Nick. <laughs> we'll talk about it at the show, but my why this week, it is at Green Bay, right? Yep. That's why. Uh, okay. And oh, another why. Okay. This is the Detroit Lions versus yeah. the Green Bay Packers, and you saw that Hail Mary a few years ago. Mm-hmm. There's just some reason the Detroit Lions cannot beat the Green Bay Packers. They hate them, but you got to deal with them All right. twice a year. Yes. And now we're on to our first ever segment of pretenders and content contenders and pretenders. Yes, we are. So, so if you don't know the name of the, sh- name of the game, Paul is going to save these NFL teams. I do not know yeah. yet. Are they a pretender or a contender? And if you think they're a pretender, that means you, you don't you don't buy you're not buying them this year. If they're a contender, you're all with them. You're on the train. They're going to be a threat for the Super Bowl this year. Playoffs. Then Super Bowl. Playoffs and Super Bowl, they deal together. You get the game. You get the name of the game. But Paul is drawing something up. And I am yep, I have, I, have, I have nine teams here. Nine teams. Okay. Nine teams that have uh, – well, actually, eight, eight. I'm crossing one off because I feel like I don't think we just they justifiably deserve to be there. Who can we get? Who it was? Titans. Titans, all right. So the, the first team that I have, Nick, for you, <clears throat> speaking of them, the Green Bay Packers, are they for re- are they pretenders? Are they contenders? I think they're a contender. Okay. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I think they're a contender. I like that offense. You don't like that offense. I think Devontae Adams – he, um, what game was it? Two games ago against the Eagles. He really started getting going. That's right, he didn't even play last week. Before he got injured, he was getting it going. Aaron Jones has gotten it going. Don't know if he's going to keep it going, but he's gotten it going. And Aaron Rodgers, you think, is going to get it going. And that defense has shown signs where it can play well. It's also shown signs where they don't play well. I think they're a contender. I think they can win the division. I think they got a threat the division. Yeah. Green Bay's contender. Uh, I think they're a pretender because I don't trust that offense. I don't think they have any true weapons. Um, I think when you get Williams back healthy, um, you're going to see more of a share go back to him again. 
because it was about at 50-50. It was. So uh, there's that. Um, Aaron Rodgers still I'm not fully buying into. He does not look as good as he has before. Um, so I think he's revert, regressing a little bit. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and that defense, I think that defense is playing a bit above their head, too. Uh, that defense is good, but I think they're playing a bit above their head. They though. can't really stop the run. No. All right, so that's first team down. Um, let's go to the AFC South with the Indianapolis Colts. You know what, Paul? I think they're a contender. All right. The AFC's weak. Jacoby Brissett, give the man some love. Marlon Mack. Um, the way they went into Kansas City last week made me really believe in them. I think they could win that division. I think the division's pretty weak. Not too sold on Jacksonville. Not too sold on Tennessee. And uh, Houston is the one threat that could get to them. But that doesn't mean they can't win a wild card. Yes, I believe um, they're a contender. Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I'm with you. I definitely think they're a contender now at this point. I thought, def- I even said on here, I thought beginning of the year without Andrew Luck, I thought this was a doomed sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Brissett's definitely playing good. I've always been a fan of Brissett. Um, that defense has turned a corner since the first couple of weeks, coming back on strong. Um, that offense is really rolling. Marlon Max looked really good. Hines has looked pretty good. Um Weapon-wise, you know, they aren't fully relying on T.Y. Hilton, which is, I think, a big help. Uh, he doesn't have the workload that he usually does. Yep. Um, did tweak his ankle. No, hamstring, actually, rather hamstring. Yeah. Uh, but what's big for them, they have a bye this week. So uh, I definitely think that helps them Being out. Uh, but I'm all in on them, I think, this year. Um, let's go back to the north. I'll start off this one uh, because I will be eating crow, I think, a little bit on this. The Detroit Lions, I think they are contenders. Um, Whether or not they make the playoffs still at that point, I don't know. Um, I think they'll be vying for a wild card spot. Uh, Definitely, I think, underestimated that offense. Carry on Johnson has, uh, I'd say, definitely improved this year overall, in my opinion. Definitely, I think, with his uh, – which is – this is going to sound weird saying this because he only has two career fumbles for losses. That shows how much he actually does fumble the ball. Uh, he does. I think he's done a better job carrying the ball this year. Um, and that defense has been stout. Um, they've done a really fantastic job. Matt Patricia, guy you thought might have been on the hot seat. Maybe not. Maybe not. Not if he goes to the playoffs. Mm-mm. Kills me to say this, Paul, but I think they're a pretender. Oh, wow. The Detroit Lions are a pretender because the NFC is tough. Yes. You got them and the Colts. You just talked about the Colts. They went into Kansas City and won. Detroit almost beat Kansas City at home. Not saying that's the difference between the teams, but I think the difference is just the league they're in. The NFC is tough. It's going to be tough for them to be a playoff team. Division's tough. Bears. Vikings aren't bad. Packers aren't bad. Uh, it's gonna be tough to win the division. So then you think wild card, and you're thinking how great the Niners, Seahawks have been playing. That's two teams. Cowboys, Eagles. That's two teams. Um, that's. I mean, it's gonna be tough for this Lions. I think we're really gonna learn them this weekend. But I have them a pretender for now. Let's stay in that division with the Vikings then. 
Minnesota Vikings, I think, are a pretender too. I think they're a pretender in the sake. I think they're more of a contender than the Lions, but I think they're a pretender because the NFC is tough. It's like, just don't see where they can fit in. You, you think an NFC East team, two of them are going to make it. You think a two NFC North teams are going to make it. I, and then of course, then there's three NFC West teams. Um, I personally think the Packers and the Bears are better than the Vikings and Lions. The NFC's tough. I got them a pretender. So I'm going to call them a contender, but the same reason why I call the Lions a contender, I think they'll fight for a playoff spot. Um, a thing that does work in their favor, they started the year off at Chicago and at Green Bay. That means at the end of the year, they come to them. Um, so I think that's big. Um, certainly, you know, I think coming off of this week, it was a confidence boost. So uh, I'm classifying them a lot like the Lions. I'm calling them contender. I'm going to buy them a little bit. We'll buy some stock in them. But I, I don't think it's going to quite happen um, this year. Fair. Um, let's go out west. Let's go to the AFC West for the Oakland Raiders. Um because of the way they are, I'm calling them a pretender because the Jekyll and Hyde aspect with them. They've had uh, really two weeks. Couldn't make a case for three, but mostly two weeks where they've looked really good. Um, especially against quality opponents, especially like this past week against the Bears. Um, but then they've also had games where they've looked uh, pretty bad. Um, they got pieces there. Uh, if you were to ask me in a year from now, doing the same segment with them, if they were the question mark, I'd say they're probably a contender. Uh, this year I think they're a pretender. <laughs> I also agree that they're a pretender. I mean, when you look at the Oakland Raiders, you look at the AFC standings, I should say, you're like, holy crap, the Raiders are in the playoffs and they're 3-2? and two? You're thinking, how do they get three wins? All I can remember is their losses, and yeah, because they get blown out when they lose. They don't. I'm not high on them. I still think they're bottom five team in the AFC, to be honest with you. I think they're playing over their head right now. I like the Raiders. like John Cruden. I just don't think this is their year. Pretender, Paul. All right. Stay in the West, this time to the NFC for the 49ers. I think they're a contender. I, I think they really got a shot at the playoffs. I think Jimmy G. I mean, I'll ask you, Paul. Mm-hmm. Who do you like better, Jimmy G or Jacoby Brissett, two ex-New England quarterbacks? Uh, <laughs> well, I think player-wise, it's definitely um, – I, I don't know. I like Jimmy Come G. back to me. Come back to me. <laughs> I like Jimmy G. I, I'm, I'm, that, that defense looked pretty good last night. I mean, I don't know if they can keep that up. I think the Browns just played terrible. Um. I like the Niners. I, I don't think they're the Seahawks or the Rams yet. I know they're ahead of them right now. I don't think they're the Seahawks and the Rams. I think they're the seventh place team. I don't think they're in, but I have them a contender. They're going to be a threat. Yeah, so I'm going to call them a pretender for that reason, actually. I don't buy into them making the playoffs, even though they're undefeated. Um, there's something about this team that I just, there's a weird vibe. I don't. 
I think a lot of it is just them playing above their head, like way over their head. Our opinions could change this weekend. Yeah. Um, there's something about the team. I, I, I don't trust it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where I'm at with that. You like, you like Kyle Shanahan? I miss Kyle. <laughs> uh, NFC, second to last team overall, last NFC team, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so theoretically... They're all like the 49ers in a way. They should be contenders. I'm calling them pretender, though. Um, just, I think you're starting to see a lot of dents in that armor. Um, Zeke is notice, noticeably a bit slower. Um, I don't know if it, the holdout had so much to do with it. Um but, yeah, there's that. Dakota, Rin, Prescott looks rough the past couple weeks. Um, and that defense is now starting to show that they were playing above their heads a little bit. So, I'm calling them a pretender. Um, wish, we were doing this, wish we were doing this a week later because yeah. if they lost to the Dolphins this week, they're done. I ain't believing them. But, right now, I will call them a contender. Because they seem to all, they seem, deck, Cowboys, whatever, they make the playoffs every once in a while, but they don't win. They don't ever go to the NFC Championship game. They don't ever go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I could see them in the playoffs. The reps will probably get them there. Them in New England, they'll want it someday, but it's not going to happen because Dallas doesn't have the talent to win the NFC. But I got them a contender at the playoffs. They're a contender right now. And our last one, the Buffalo Bills. You know, I thought Tennessee was going to be a trap game and they lose. They didn't. They actually played really well defensively. I got them a contender. And here's why, because the AFC is terrible. And uh, they play in a terrible division. And it's really hard to even argue that the AFC East might be not the worst division this year. It might be the AFC North. I'm talking the whole AFC. The AFC East, the AFC North, the AFC South. All terrible. And But the thing about the AFC East, there's two really terrible teams. And they get to play a lot of games against the Jets and the Dolphins. And they also get the Redskins and the Giants this year. And, uh, and they already beat the Giants. Got to play the Redskins still. I, I think they got enough games on their schedule that they could get them in the playoffs. I think if you get 8-8 eight and eight in the AFC, you could get the playoffs. I think the Bills could be nine and seven, ten and six. The way they're going right now, yeah, I got them contender. Yeah, I got them contender. As Believe well. I got them contender as well. A lot of it has to do with uh, the Jets. I think I think if Darnold's healthy the whole year. I think it's a different story for them. Um, but this team is legit. I think in Buffalo, that defense is a one. Um, Josh Allen has looked really good. Uh, good, not really good, but good. Um, Frank Gore, um, the Resurrection Project, um, it's looked fantastic. It's tough. You probably won't see a home Buffalo playoff game until no. Tom Brady leaves. But no. uh, certainly possible. I'm with I'm with you, Nick. I I think they'll end up at ten and six. Um, the way they're going right now, yeah, that's going to be a tough team to stop, especially defensively. That defense will keep them in games. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, going to the last true topic of the night. Playoff baseball in full swing. The Yankees are the only team who have a clinch spot in the championship series right now. Are there now. three other game fives? 
Uh, we have two other for sure game fives. Um, let me get a score update for you guys. With Houston at Tampa. Bay. Top of the ninth, runners on the corners, one out for Houston. 4-1. So Tampa Bay is up. Through an Omer Kataya. So we're looking we're looking good to make it game five there. That would be some breaking news. Once now, again. It's a big game, though, because if Houston goes to game five and wins, the only way they would get Verlander and Garrett Cole technically on full rest would be game five would be the first game that they would be technically available on a full rest. In the ALCS. Yep. But they're going to pitch regardless. That's big, yeah. But that's big, though. Verlander, we saw Verlander, Verlander on short pitched rest tonight. On, Verlander pitched on short rest tonight and looked really bad. Um, so I said I didn't watch a lot of play. I told you, Paul, I wasn't going to watch a lot of playoff baseball. Guess what? <laughs> I've turned the channel on a couple times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know what I did notice when I did turn the channel on? Hmm. That the Twins Yankees rivalry is still the same. It's not, thir- Nick, it's not a rivalry. <laughs> when you lose 13 straight playoff games against the same team, that's, I mean, they, and people are saying it's a different Twins team this year. Yeah, right. It happened. Yeah, the Boomba squad turned into the Dud squad. All right, back to you, Paul. Yes. <laughs> um, who do you want to see? Obviously, it's Houston. Denver. I think, personally, I'd prefer to see Tampa Bay for pitching uh, reasons. Yeah, um, too. But, uh, you know, if you end up getting Houston with some tired pitching, I think that completely changes the ball game. And it would look better. Huh? Yeah. It would be like, you remember this season, we beat Houston. Yeah, we beat Houston to CS. Uh, NL-wise, it's kind of fun, too. Um, you kind of see where the Dodgers are at. They're not trusting Kershaw. Kershaw can't pitch in these big situations. Yeah, I love it. Um, they're going to Walker Buehler tomorrow versus Strasburg. And your brother Pat said Kershaw is a top-five pitcher of all time. Said he's an automatic Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, he's not even a top-five lefty of all time. You might not even be a top five Dodger pitcher all time. <laughs> Is he top five anything? Top five guys currently wearing number twenty two, maybe. <laughs> McCutcheon? But uh And then uh the Cardinals and Braves. I don't know who's going for sure for either one of them tomorrow, but uh that's gonna be a fun game. Uh certainly some fireworks expected the way those games have been ending anyway, so Will you watch any baseball coming up, Nick? <laughs> uh, I'll turn on the ALCS. Wow. Maybe this last, if the Rays go to game five. I do like the Rays. I like medals and I like glass now for undisclosed reasons, but... Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, do not care for your call. But, uh... <laughs> I think it. I I don't think you're going to see any upsets in the National League. I think it's going to be the Braves and Dodgers still winning it because I want to know how many times the Nationals have come so close to getting an NLCS and they lose in Game Five. Happens all the time. It's going to happen again this year, Paul. Yeah, but you put the Dodgers in the corners like these, and they tend to not do good. Oh, they do good in the National League, but I think it's going to be Dodgers Braves. And it's probably going to be still Astros, Yankees, and uh, that's what baseball wants. And, uh, <laughs> it should be should be exciting, especially uh, I think the Astros, Yankees will be on Fox too. Your buddy mm-hmm. Joe Buck will be calling the games. Lovely. 
Uh, but yeah, that's really my take on baseball. And the DS will be over by the next show. Mm-hmm. The CS will be in full swing. Mm-hmm. I really think baseball playoffs go too fast. I think the first round should be five, best of seven. No. Yes. Best of seven. And uh, that's really all my take. I still think. Uh, Still think uh, Cody Bellinger is not a landslide to win MVP. <laughs> All right, Nick, we'll go to you first. Do you have your lock of the week? I do. All right. And I'm going to give it to you in a second here. <laughs> and my lock of the week. Do, do. My lock of the week. I'm going... I'm uh, going with Clemson minus 27. Okay. Home against Florida State. Uh, Florida State's bad. Clemson, they need to blow out some teams. They're, they, they're getting a lot of bad rap. On, they could have lost to North Carolina. I think they're going out to prove something this week by winning by 50. All right. That's my lock. Uh, I'm going to stay in the ACC. I'm going to stay in the Atlantic even. Uh, or the Coastal, rather. Uh Virginia is plus one and a half Friday night at Miami. Give me Virginia with the points. You said this earlier. You are taking it. Dig on them. So that takes us to the end of the show today. We appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in and watching live or coming in afterwards and listening uh, during your work days, while you're traveling, just in general, if you're even mowing the lawn. We really do appreciate it. Um, Nick, who are you shouting out today? Um, I know you don't like these. I'm shouting out a celebrity today. Oh, God. I'm shouting out. Let's give my Nick some love on this show. Shout out Marcus Morris. Rays breaking news. We have breaking news. The Rays have won. In a little middle of something. Game five, Thursday night in Houston. Anyway, I didn't really have a shout out plan, so I'm shouting out a celebrity. I'm going to be better with these shout-outs. We're going to get more guests, too. But I'm shouting out Marcus Morris. All right. He said, we ain't taking no bleep with the team this year. Knicks are for real, baby. They're for real. We got Marcus Morris. We got Julius Randle. If you want to cut me off, Paul, it's fine. <laughs> we got we got Frank. He's looking good. Went with France. I think the Knicks are they're a four seed. All right. I was going to cut you off if you said one more player. You're going to reach your player quota. Uh, give Iggy some love. Iggy's Brodinkus. Ooh, rookie out of Michigan. That does it for tonight's episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. RJ Bear had a better game than Zion. Uh, if you haven't already, you should like, share, subscribe, uh, download the app. Great way to get your news in the morning. And uh, we will catch you guys here live next Tuesday on the Fresh Takes Podcast. <laughs>